All right, after five months and three days, we are back recording another episode yep. of the Tiebreaker. Jackson, we're like two weeks away or three <clears throat> weeks away from the NFL 2022-2023 season kicking off. I know you're hyped. Oh, yeah, extremely. Uh, going in, new quarterback this year. Um, oh, again, let's go. Another new oh, quarterback. <laughs> let's go. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, JT pulls out and it's just – the greatest player of all time this year again we don't need and, jt to be crazy i mean we do but we don't at the same time well we we can get in that in a little bit but uh with the with the new team coming in we have a lot of new players uh we actually have a lot of rookies too and some one of the best rookies on the team is actually a wide receiver um oh we're just jumping right into it we're not gonna yeah. warm up to the episode ask how you're doing oh I we're mean, gonna jump right into it okay I mean, okay go so um, are we doing the whole rookie, like looking at the whole best rookie class in the yeah, NFL? Yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna look at the whole uh, rookie class. Basically, I think Alec Pierce could be one of those top guys. Um, it's just is he gonna have those targets like some of the people are, like Drake London, uh, which is actually gonna be like the wide receiver one coming in. Yeah. Um, but what's your thoughts on a uh, Alec Pierce this year? Do you think he's gonna ball out? Or do you think he's gonna need a couple <clears throat> seasons? I think the Colts need Alec Pierce to be extremely solid just because underneath Michael Pittman, who we all know is the number one receiver on the team, um, he's taken strides from year one to year two, and now he's going into year three. I think Alec Pierce needs to be amazing for us just because Matt Ryan needs other people to throw the ball to other than Pittman. like. We, well, have, I think, we have Paris Campbell who can't stay healthy. I think this is the year that Paris Campbell breaks through, though. I know I just jinxed it, so if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Knock on wood anywhere. Uh, we have Naheem Hines, Paris Campbell, oh. who underneath Pittman, if I if you had to ask me who's going to be second on the team in receptions, I would probably put Naheem Hines atop that yeah, list just because they're looking to get him more involved in the passing this year. Yeah, if you look, if you look at the uh, training camp, like he was, he's getting a lot of targets in the training camp. They're moving him around a lot. Um, he's going in motion a lot because he's so fast. So people can't keep up with him. And if you put a linebacker on him, you're done for. So what, last year, what they did a lot was put it like a almost like a wheel route on a Naheem Hines, and he's going to be going against a wide receiver or a linebacker almost every time. Yeah. And if you have him against a linebacker going downfield, all you got to do is throw it up. Naheem's getting it. Uh, if your Carson Wentz, it's not going to work out. But I bet and you know Matt, Matt Ryan, those easy dink and dunks, that's what he's known for. It's quick rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, an, an, another cool stat that I heard, I don't know the exact number, but I heard it the other day on the radio, is that in training camp only, Michael Pittman has like three times the amount of receptions over the guy in second place. Like Matt Ryan. And, and, so Michael Pittman is like number one in receptions at training camp through the first through those three weeks. Number two is like three times the difference between Pittman and number two. Like Matt Ryan loves Michael Pittman, which is fine, but you have to remember that when it gets to the end, like to the regular season, everyone on that defense is going to know who the ball is probably going to go to. So that's why we need Alec Pierce, Paris Campbell, Naheem Hines, uh, Mo Ali Cox, Jelani Woods. Now, this is kind of getting down a rabbit hole, but like, do do you think. Mike Strawn is actually going to get what we want to see out of him this year. Like, do you think? Do you think they'll just say, you know what, this preseason was good. Let's put him up there. Maybe you know him and Alec Pierce. Uh, well, just the thing start. about him is, just last week he finally was able to get on the field. He was on the physically unable to perform list at the beginning of training camp. 
Took him a few weeks. He finally got onto the field last week. Immediately, like no restrictions, had a good couple of days of camp. And then against, we all saw it against Detroit. He had a touchdown. He had a couple of receptions all on that one drive. We'll see how he does this week against Tampa Bay. Like I said, the Colts need any weapon they can get out and wide out. But I don't know. I wouldn't put a lot of stock into him right now. Hopefully he can get some reps yeah. in game. But remember last year, it was really all mental for him. I, I mean, even, even like said. The, the first drive of the game, week one, he caught that third down. Yep, it was like Seattle. We were all strong. hyped as shit. And like, that was the only catch I ever saw of catch in my life. Like, I know. But it's, the thing is, is what you have to think about is, is we got Michael Pittman, number one. We're, we're going to act like there's no injuries. Michael Pittman, number one, no doubt. Two, uh, you put Alec Pierce up there. I think he's probably going to be I would put Paris Campbell, too, just because his speed – with Matt Ryan. Uh-huh. I, I would well, put Paris Campbell. And I would like to see Paris Campbell two over yeah. Alec Pierce. So at three, I guess we can flip flop maybe Alec Pierce Campbell right there at three two. Yeah. Now the thing is, is if Mike Strong wants to come in and be an actual wide receiver at least three, honestly he's preying on someone's downfall at this point. Yeah, so but at this point I'd put Patman over Strong just because Patman is more proven. Yeah. And then but you have Ashton Doolin too, which Ah, I knew yeah, I was forgetting yeah, someone, and yeah, I was just dude, about like, to—I was just about to Google it. And he's a baller, dude. Like, and the thing I is, is put he, Doolin he's playing. At, Doolin's uh, playing with the starting, playing with the starters more than any of the other guys, like yeah. uh, Strawn and Patman. And I mean, Doolin was proven last okay, year. He's so, really, okay, so he's right now, proven. Pittman, Campbell, Pierce, Doolin, Doolin. Now, the only reason I put Pierce above. Uh, those two guys is because in the preseason we did. I know it's just a preseason, but when we put those starters out there at the beginning, like week one, uh, we're gonna see obviously week one of regular season. He was out there. I mean, he's playing on, on the bottom of the yeah. screen the whole time. And so. you know what's really what I love about Alec Pierce is the way he like handles press. Like his release off yeah. the line is insane. Yeah, and it was a clip from I believe it. It was the Detroit game. It might have been the first preseason game against Buffalo. But one of the things that I forget who on the coaching staff talks about it, it might've been Reggie Wayne, but they said even on run plays, they're stressing to the receivers to work on their, like like how to beat the press. And there was a clip of it. It was just a normal run play, but on the top of the screen or the bottom, it was Alec Pierce one-on-one, burned the dude off the line. Yeah, like, it, was, it was, I know who it was. It was like a known corner too. It was like, oh, it was the Detroit wh- corner. Was, uh, was it Okuda? It was like Oaken. Yeah, yeah, that was who it was. I knew yeah. it was some weird Which name. has kind of been a buzz for Detroit. That's another topic. But Alec Pierce, like, I don't know. And that that's where he has shined the most in training camp has been on the one-on-one drills. He's, yeah. just, he's just that guy. And remember, remember Michael Pittman's uh, rookie year? It was always Michael Pittman is, is the 50-50 guy. Throw it up. He's going to get it. I think that's uh-huh. kind of how Alec Pierce is going to be. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but and again, the la- go ahead. The last thing that I think that, that a good topic about Alec Pierce is, is do you think – Okay, so knowing Pittman's uh, season last year, over 1,000 yards, uh, I believe it was like six touchdowns or something like that. Maybe it might have been more than that. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you think with Alec Pierce in the field, including, you know, JT had a lot of touchdowns last year and a lot of yards rushing, do you think Alec Pierce being on the field takes away from Pittman's stats this year? Not at all, because Pittman Not is going to get his. Nah. So yeah. 2021, he had a thou- 88 catches, 1,082 yards, six touchdowns in his rookie year. It was 40 catches, 500 yards, and one touchdown. And he is—he he said going into, into year two last year, he wanted to double all the statistics. He said this year he also wants to try and double it. 
I don't think he'll get 160 receptions. I don't think he'll get 2,000 yards. But My hopefully thing is, we is see his his touchdown numbers go he, up. A he bit. can his touchdown numbers might go up. His yards, I think he should go up in everything. Um, I think that actually the whole passing team is gonna go way up for the Colts. Yeah. I don't think JT is gonna have again another another rabbit hole. But I think that uh, JT is not gonna have the same year he had last year. Not saying he's not as good, but just the potential. Because, like it's okay if instead of yeah. eighteen hundred yards and eighteen touchdowns, JT gives us. What he also had like fifteen hundred yards. He also had like a five touchdown game or something like that. So yeah. uh, like don't it. like listen, Colts fans, don't panic if JT gives us fifteen hundred and maybe instead of eighteen rushing Ten. touchdowns, I, I'd say probably even if he's at like to fifteen, even if he's at twelve hundred yards or thirteen hundred yards, and he's at like eight to ten touchdowns, like honestly. That is still good, knowing that we have Matt Ryan and what. Rec- I mean, I know when people look into the Colts, they're like their receiving core sucks, but really we have a lot of potential there. Like we have Ashendor. a lot of unproven talent at our receiving yeah. core. Not that we suck, but they just haven't done anything. Like I said, I put on the hot takes on the our Instagram that um, Pittman. I don't know if he's top three or top five, but easily could be a top five um, receiver if he gets the. I 100 volume. Agree. Yeah, if if he gets a hundred receptions or doubles whatever he did last year i mean i would like to done. see from from 88 last year i would like to see him at least get in the triple digits receptions and he probably will with matt ryan yeah but right. i do want to talk about jonathan taylor in another podcast because that's a very interesting discussion like how do you think he'll do this coming up year versus mm-hmm. his mvp best running back in the league in franchise history year last year but we will get to that probably next episode so stay tuned for that but let's get into more around the league rookie wide receivers you know a lot more than i do so you'll probably take the brunt of this but who do you like this year rookie wide receivers so this year i think if we're gonna go actual like athleticism playmaking ability i think chris alave is really 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 good if you look him into like his uh his college stats his college basically his highlights are just insane the way he moves his body is just so fast He's an Ohio State guy now playing yeah. in New Orleans with the Saints. If he, the thing about him is honestly, it, he doesn't have to prove through stats. If you just watch him play, it's like it's someone that you watch like Tyree Kill. You're like, oh my, like that's nuts. Yeah. But uh, George Pickens was somebody that I was, I mean, I didn't really know much about honestly because I didn't really, I mean, he was hurt last year. I didn't watch a whole bunch about uh, college football. I just watched highlights, you know, the draft, whatever. And George Pickens wasn't the biggest name up there. Yeah. But preseason he's balling out so i think he could be one of those top receivers but definitely for me i think i don't know now because when i made this list drake london was healthy he actually i think pulled a hamstring or something uh in the preseason his first preseason game but he's easily the best wide receiver in the draft i believe he's picked six overall um, and drake london plays where he plays for the falcons but he's literally the only receiver they have. Um, that's why I have him on here. Is probably could be rookie of the year, is because he came from USC like Pittman did, yeah. and uh, he's just a big body guy that like is. If you watch his highlights, dude, like literally he catches it in the middle of the field on a slant. He gets hit from a linebacker, and he's the one that runs over the linebacker. Like, okay, he's... so to be the devil's ad- advocate that has to be on any sports talk show with Drake London specifically in Atlanta, can he perform how you are hoping? If he is the only receiver on that team and his quarterback is Mariota, do you have? Oh, easily, easily. Yeah. Because if they're going to be running the ball with Patterson, I don't know if it's Patterson or Algier, the rookie um, that's starting, but I know Drake London, I mean, 
it's either him or Kyle Pitts. They might, I don't remember who else they have. I can't remember. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like, I looked at a stat last year. Whenever Calvin Ridley played without Julio Jones, he was getting like at least 10 targets a game. Mm-hmm. Or he was averaging 10 targets a game is what I mean. Drake London, if he goes out there and he has no Russell Gage out there, which Calvin Ridley had while he's getting 10 targets a game. Yeah. They're going to throw it to him. Like, and Mariota can be that guy to, to give it to him? I think I really think Mariota's going to be... I'm high on Mariota, so I'm just asking. I like him, but I really think uh, Ritter's pretty good. I think that... I think this year they might switch him out at the end of the year, but it might be a thing where it's kind of like the Mahomes effect where he comes in next year. Yeah. But um, Drake London, easily one of the – probably the best receiver coming in. Uh, Dotson for – I think he plays for the Commanders. I'm not – too. I haven't paid too much attention to him. I'm pretty sure he went to Penn State. Um, he plays just like Terry McLaurin is what I saw, and honestly I'm not too high on him. He didn't look that good in his highlights, but – there's a lot of play. And back There's to the a, quarterback discussion, Carson Wentz is going to be throwing Carson the Wentz. <laughs> I'm not saying Dotson isn't good. I'm just saying that, like, compared to these other players, he doesn't have, like, he's not very electric just like everybody else. Like, um, Jamison Williams, like I said earlier, he's one of – he probably might be better than Drake London in here. He went to Georgia. Uh, probably not going to start, though, because – or he's not definitely not going to start because he's hurt. But he also plays for the Lions, so it's like – yeah. But if you watch him though, he's the guy that you look at and you're like, that's that's the dude. Like, which to be fair, last year um, Devontae Smith was that guy, and he hasn't really. T- I mean, he's good, but hasn't really performed like. I think Devontae insane... Smith will have a big year though with yeah. Philadelphia. I do want to go back to talk about um, Pickens. I like Pickens a lot, uh-huh. and depending on the Steelers' quarterback situation, they have three of them. It's probably gonna be only within two, Mr. Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. I think that Pickett and Pickens duo, yeah, if Pickett gets, nasty. gets the reins in Pittsburgh, can be something really cool to watch. And I'm just saying that going into the season. Let's see how it is midseason, if we go back and listen to this soundbite. But I think him and Pickett will be really cool to see in Pittsburgh. Now, I think it's going to be – I think Pittsburgh's not going to start. Is Pickett – I don't – have they named a starter yet? I don't I, – they'll probably go with Trubisky – yeah, but probably like I said Trubisky, before, and like and this, a really cool talking point that I like about Pittsburgh is how short is that leash that they're going to give Trubisky? It's it's going to be two things. Are they going to, if they're losing, I say pull them fast, give your rookie quarterback the helm. But this is going to be like a Baker if, Mayfield. If they're of. winning, they're probably going to keep Trubisky no matter if he's playing good or yeah. bad. Even if they're winning, that's. Just, We'll see how Mike Tomlin handles it all, but I personally would throw Pickens Pickett is, in. Okay, I would okay. throw Pickett in as quick as possible. Dude, that that throw that he made to Pickens and Pickens caught it in the back of the end zone, like, was that Pickett that threw that? Yeah, it had know. to have been Pickett. It, it was Pickett, I think. And that catch that Pickens made in the back of the end zone, like, that was just, like, complete talent. Like, like that's a glimpse. The, the right way there. he caught that and everything, like, there's receivers in the league that literally can't do that. Like, I'm not even kidding, but he just looks like he looks the part out there. That's what the thing I like about him is there's a lot and of he's players in you see. the same stadium, son. That's yeah, yeah, insane. That's insane. But I've I've always been high on this. We know what Trubisky is as a quarterback. We know what Mason Rudolph is as a quarterback. Yep. You draft Pickett. If you're gonna start the season with Trubisky, fine. But if things aren't going well, identify it as quick as possible to get Pickett out there. To just start no, developing. I don't know. Maybe because that could be your do. new franchise quarterback, the the perfect slot after Ben, right there. 
Yeah. And they have I was trying to think of the receivers, obviously Deontay Johnson, Claypool. I'm I don't I haven't looked too much they have in the Cody receiving. White. I'm just going off their depth chart right now. They have Claypool, Pickens, Cody White, Miles Boyklin, Tyler Vaughs, Deontay Johnson, Anthony Miller. But yeah, Deontay Johnson, Claypool, and Pickens are their one, so two, three. The the thing I don't know is is like yeah, so Claypool's number two. Claypool's like these three receivers right here, actually like these are all guys that could be. That's I mean, a that's Claypool, a nice receiver room. Claypool's that guy that maybe he might not like. I don't know. He's kind of hit or miss a lot of times, uh, kind of like Juju. But Juju was also very very injured the past couple of years, so it's yeah. like can't really tell. But Deontay Johnson, dog. Yeah, insane. Um, this getting a big contract, so. And I think George Pickens is gonna be that as well. That's that's another reason why I'm gonna say it again. Don't let Trubisky, if. I don't know, but he can go out there and ball too. But like, if things aren't working, dude, pull him and put the rookie out there. You like, there's no other way to tell what you have in a rookie unless you throw him out there. Yep. And also, like, you hear, I don't, I mean, like, obviously, we're not NFL professionals on the field. We're not coaches. We don't know exactly what goes on. We do hear a lot that you know they're like, we don't. If you throw him right out there right off the bat, like sometimes it can ruin him. But uh, me, I'm the type of person that's like, you know, honestly, if you throw him out there and he sucks. Uh, let, let him keep going for a year or two and see what happens. Like Trevor Look, Lawrence, he's gonna have Lawrence, like Peyton, Manning. Peyton Manning was just about it. Was I gonna say Andrew Trevor Luck Lawrence. was an anomaly? But I don't know. Andrew Luck was like almost rookie of the year, but he was. That's what I'm saying. Bad. He was an anomaly. We weren't. But bad. uh, but uh, Trevor Lawrence though. I mean, this is another down another rabbit hole. But uh, just like Trevor Lawrence, he had a bad season last year, like horrible season. Uh, this year, like I said last year. He's still going to be the best quarterback coming out of this uh, class. He was, I don't know, his talent's just I mean, the Colts saw it the last game of the season. He tore us up. Yep, and I hope that never happens again. It won't. All right. um, So, basically, we got these rookies out of the way. I I think all these rookies are going to be the top receivers. I might have left some out like Tolbert. It's going to be cool to go back and look at this at the end of the season. the one that I left out that I probably should add in there because I wasn't high on him until preseason was Romeo Dubs, uh, the Packers wide receiver, um, just because they don't have a lot of receivers out there and he's actually making plays in the preseason. So yeah, I, I threw him. I didn't throw him in there, but I probably should have threw him in there. So uh, Bailey, yo, we did this last year. We're gonna do it again this year. Are we predicting? We, we we did a graphic last year, and I believe. I was one game away from being perfect. I had the Rams winning everything. Everybody knew it. You uh, had Rams Bills. Rams. I had Rams Bills, and I believe it almost happened. But In that mine, was. <laughs> I'm gonna. I just have it on the screen here. I'll put it on my the webcam. You had Rams Bills. I had Cowboys and Colts. This was <laughs> July you, 11th of last summer. Yeah, yeah we're a month after too. We started a little early last year, but I'm gonna keep it easy this time. Okay, so. I really think that in the NFC we're gonna see someone just come out and. So you're not going Rams back to back. I think the Rams can go back to back. The thing is, is when you look at the board, they're the only team that I can say they're gonna make the Super Bowl and not even doubt it. Like I would not be surprised if they make the Super Bowl and win it again. Any other team on the NFC side, I'm like, if they make the playoff, if they make the Super Bowl, I'll be pretty surprised. So I mean, that's Packers, that's Bucks, that's Cardinals. No, not Packers, Bucks. I don't think the Packers this year. Um, Bucks, I think can do it. Uh, Cardinals, I don't think can do it. Arizona has uh, the in-season hard knocks. You know, the Colts had but, it. They choked. But, 
honestly, I think the Cardinals are the only other team that I can even see. I don't know, like Niners, Eagles, Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys. I don't think Trey Lance does it, dude. I don't know. Cowboys aren't gonna do it. But yeah, so I'm going with the Rams. I think the Rams. I think they honestly easily make it there. I think that they. You, you kind of hinted on an earlier. Minnesota, do they have any hope? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think that this will be the championship matchup. I believe I did the prediction thing like last year, the playoff predictor where you go yeah. through and click everything. I had Vikings Rams in the championship. Wow. Okay. And the thing about the Vikings I like is that um Dalvin Cook, if he stays healthy, can be a top three running back. Um Justin Jefferson, probably the best young wide receiver in the league right now. Him and Jamar Chase. Um but Justin Jefferson's way more proven than Jamar Chase. Um, they got Thielen. Defense aside, honestly, I don't know too much about their defense. Um, I know that they are going to go against some bad teams. Like, they're going to play the Packers, which are the best team they're going to play. But then they go against the Bears and Lions. I you're talking about, you're still talking about Minnesota, right? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so I, I have their schedule right now. So we all know that division. Outside of the division, they actually play the AFC South. They play the Colts. Or n- division no, no, league. no, just kidding. Just, they actually just play the Colts in the AFC South. We, we play them week 15. They actually play the Colts at home in Minnesota. Um, they play the AFC East with, I mean, the Bills, Patriots, Jets, and Dolphins. They play that division. They also play Washington football team. Or the, yeah, they, the, they play the NFC East. Well, the thing that I had with them was, is uh, this is actually kind of weird. I had the Panthers... If I can go to my playoff predictor somehow, that'd be great. But um, there was a couple teams that I realized had some really, really easy schedules. And Listen, I the think Vikings that really isn't that bad. Yeah, and the Vikings schedule was one of those teams that I didn't like. I didn't think they were really gonna go far, but when I kept clicking, I realized at the end of the whole thing <laughs> that I ended up having them like literally like thirteen and four, or like fourteen and three, or something like that. Because every game they had, I thought they could win. The same thing with the Panthers. The Panthers had an easy schedule, and the Dolphins had a schedule that I liked them above a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. So those are three teams. I guess the Pan- or the Dolphins aren't the AFC, but I think Panthers will be a team that might make a wild card spot and really surprise a lot of people. So again, it's going to go down to if they can beat the Packers at least once, hopefully twice. twice. Yeah, once. Going back from last year. They played, obviously they played them twice. They beat the Packers 34-31 at home. Then they lost in Green Bay 37-10, second to last game of the season. Last year they went 8-9. and nine. They can definitely improve on an 8-9. and nine. They had a little bit of a harder schedule looking at it at a glance from last year compared to this coming up year. I don't know. I feel like the Vikings is actually kind of a sneaky, cool team to look out for in the NFC. Yeah, so who who is your NFC pick? this year is it rams again or i guess you didn't pick rams last year um the thing about the rams is i could sell you so easy they got the same team last the same team they lost odell they have uh so far they've lost listen, odell so far they have Allen robinson which is honestly i think at the moment in time is an upgrade from odell beckham i'm not saying like prime or anything i think the moment in time is an easy upgrade so they're receiving core better they have i mean that's already nuts and then they have Stafford, which is just a guy. I mean, the thing is, Stafford's elbow, I don't know. But the defense, they got Bobby Wagner. They upgraded this year. They upgraded. That's the thing. They upgraded. Listen, and they're playing. Listen, dude, do I pick Dallas again, bro? The thing about Dallas is, is okay, listen to this. You said this Dak earlier. Pre- they don't have a wide receiver core. But that's the Colts situation, too. That, and I think that they're, t- they're too much of an inconsistent team. Like, 
Elliott is still a good running back. I think he's going to have a decent year this year. Dak Prescott is very he's, – he's really good. Last year he had like an MVP start of the season. And they obviously have CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. But the the really easy argument that you can make already right now is Michael Gallup. Yeah. Lamb. Uh, the easy argument you can make about the receiving core is Amari Cooper was a hurt a lot of the year last year, so really they did play without like with the receiving core they have now. They do have Tolbert, which is um he's pretty good. I didn't include him in the rookie list because I didn't know too much about him. I didn't want to talk about him if I didn't know about him. Um, and reminder to everyone listening, Amari Cooper is in Cleveland this yep. year with the Browns. The only reason I ask, like, should I pick Dallas again is because I have their schedule pulled up, and they have a cake schedule. So they actually do play the NFC North, and they play the AFC South, and they have their division, who we know is a cakewalk, except for I think Philly could be a sneaky good team this year as well. Yeah, that's – I don't know anything about Philly. But I think the Giants could be a sneaky team this year. Hell no, nah, Daniel Jones ain't I, doing shit. <laughs> I, the, I think that their coaching really is like the main problem. But I think they have Daniel that, Jones. So the NFC uh, East, is, if I'm correct, NFC East has Daniel Jones and Carson Wentz as two of their four quarterbacks. There's gonna be a lot of picks this year for uh, Diggs uh, again. Yeah, he's going to get a lot of picks again this year. He's going to eat up Carson Wentz, the, ain't the he? <laughs> thing, okay, the thing about this is a lot of people don't realize this. The Eagles could be nasty because of this. Jalen Hurts can throw the ball. It's proven. He can run the ball. It's proven. They have A.J. Brown now, and a lot of people are, say that he's overrated and stuff. The Eagles also Colts, last year statistically have the number one run. We're the number one run team. As a Colts diehard fan, A.J. Brown will ruin your day sometimes. Yes, he will. Like, just the plays that he makes – is just nuts. If he stays healthy all 17 games, he could easily be the number one receiver. I you know think. who else they have? Devontae Smith. Zach Pascal. Zach Pascal. I saw that. He dropped a touchdown pass, actually. Hey, all watch. he does is catch touchdowns, okay? All, literally, he's not even like that good of a play. I mean, he's good. No, nah, Zach Pascal is a wide receiver that I would like to have on, on the Colts again. I'm pissed we got rid of him. The thing about him, dude, is he's just like, he's so. We had Carson Wentz. Philip Rivers so, like, was good with he was great with Philip Rivers. Zach Pascal is good. It's just the fact that like he's reliable. Guy. He he doesn't make nuts plays. He just he's there when you need him. I guess you could say he's reliable right? as shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I guess yo, that's yo. Actually, yeah. Philly might Philly might give Dallas a run for their money for that division. Yep, that's a cool little talking point. But back to your original question, NFC pick for you. Who is it right now? <sighs> I don't want to be lame and go Rams because you did. We have to do something different. You know what? Well, that's what you did last year, and you look stupid. <laughs> Shut up. I picked Dallas. I'm going Philly. <laughs> <laughs> the Philly, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, bro. No, no. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, man. We'll, we'll come back to this in about a week and see what Yeah, I don't want to answer this yet. Okay, so we'll, we'll go off of him saying Eagles. We'll just – <laughs> if you want to keep, if you put put the bet in on your sports book right now and see what the odds are for that. Okay. But okay. uh, as you do that, let's go AFC. I'll move in the AFC. So AFC for me, this is the thing I don't like about the AFC this year is I don't know. <laughs> well, the AFC now, is so wide open. I think. Well, because look at this, we brought in Russell Wilson. Uh, we brought in Russell Wilson and who else did we bring in? We brought someone else in. I guess we did. We brought in Russell Wilson and uh, 
dude, why can I not think? Hold on. Oh, and Devontae Adams into the AFC West. And, I mean, those yeah, two yeah. players are, like, nuts. And we also brought in Matt Ryan to the AFC. Yeah, yeah. We're bringing in all kinds of talent to the AFC. Uh, so, Bills, I think, is the easiest thing right here. Bills, Rams, it's so – that's the most basic pick right Listen, now. But you have to I'm going to be honest. I don't think Buffalo is going to be a crazy team this year. Why? Just because? Because when they get to the playoffs, they don't know how to win. Okay, l- l- let me let me go down the line right here, guys. This is for you guys watching. Um, look at this and just just listen out. So Jets, the Jets, the Jets. Okay, Patriots. We saw him last year. Mac Jones, I've heard, has been struggling in training camp, which could also just be rumors. We also know have, what Matt Jones can do in the regular season. Though. I'm not we, worried about his training camp performance. I'm not worried about him making a run in the Super Bowl, honestly. He's good. I don't think it's crazy. The Dolphins are a team that is going to be one of those teams that you hate to play because they're going to – they're really – like, they're known as not being that good, but when you go against their talent, they have Tyreek Hill. It's disgusting. Yeah. Now, those three teams, Jets, Patriots, Dolphins, you're not. I'm not worried about a single one. Not even second-guessing a single one. Okay. Browns, I'm not even. They have Jacoby Brissett starting for 12 weeks. No. Bengals, yeah, Wolves. that's a team you're scared of. Yeah. That's Steelers. You're not. The QB situation is going to destroy their team. Yep. Ravens, unless okay. they're smart and throw Pickett out there and do their thing. Yeah. Raven, I'm talking about from a Super Bowl yeah, yeah, yeah. point of view here. Ravens, I could see it. I honestly like the Ravens this year a lot, even though they lost Hollywood Brown. Listen, the Ravens th- are, are kind of like me with the Bills. We'll see how they do in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Okay, now we go Texans, Titans, and Jags. Those teams are doing nothing this year. Titans have Derrick Henry, but Tannehill I don't think is going to be able to make it work because he had Julio and A.J. Brown and now still couldn't make it work. Neither. He has Robert Woods this year and uh, Traylon Burks, which are two pretty good guys. Um and then you have the whole AFC West, okay? So the only people in this entire, I think, AFC that's going to do anything is the Bills. And I am a Colts fan. I think the Colts can do something. But AF- AFC East is the Bills and the entire AFC West. <laughs> yeah. Excluding the Raiders, which I was, I'm was, i always low on the Raiders. So Excluding the Raiders? Or, yeah. Wow. Listen, I'm more high on the Raiders than Denver, to be honest with you. I don't think Russell Wilson... I I don't know. I heard someone like say this and I like immediately agreed to it in my head, so like I'm kind of sticking to it now. Is that like I just don't think Russell Wilson is going to do anything that crazy with Denver. I don't think the receiving core outside of wait, who's who's who do they have? I forget. Who is it? The Denver Broncos. Who do they have? Jerry Judy. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. they have they have Jerry Judy, they have Cortland Sutton, they have uh Tim Patrick towards ACO. There's just, rumors that I don't think Russell there. Wilson going to Denver is going to be this crazy thing that everyone has in their head. I just, for some reason, I don't think it's going to be that way. I think I'd rather have Derek Carr and Devontae Adams and Hunter Winfro and whoever their tight end is. I'm sorry, I can't remember it right now on the pod. Who's their tight end? For uh, Chargers? No, mm-hmm. uh, Oakland. Oh, Raiders, Raiders. You said, you said um, Darren Waller. Yeah. I would yeah, rather have all... that than whatever they have in Denver, to be honest. And then I actually think the Chargers are hopefully because they did. They're like the Colts last year. They had a really good season, but they didn't even make the playoffs. Now that could be the same this year because the AFC West is really gonna beat themselves up this year. Do you think that's a thing? Like, do you think the AFC West is gonna play so hard against each other that it comes to the playoffs? You're just like, fuck. I mean, I would imagine like. Okay, every game in the AFC West is a playoff game because you know they're going to all end up being 
around that 10 and 7, 11 that's what and I'm 5. Saying. And 11 I think and they're 6. all going to go 1 and 1 against each other, and that's where it gets like really dicey. Because, okay, listen, the, the reason why the Broncos, I think, could win this all, all like, it's going to be, I think it's Bills, Broncos in the championship. Because Dude, I'm just, I immediately tune this out is what, when you talk about the Broncos because I don't think they're going to do anything good. Why? 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 Why, why? why are they? Because they have Russell Wilson? Okay, so listen. Okay, <laughs> is that the Bron- it? No, the Bron- let me look at the Broncos. Okay, hold on. I, I got I to gotta come with my receipts easily. I should have honestly prepared this for the podcast. I should have known this was coming up, but this is one of those things um, I want to look at. So I also saw a stat where Russell Wilson, this is fantasy advice too, Russell Wilson has always had a top 10 receiver. It was either, yeah, I think it was top 10 or top 12 throwing the ball. Now, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton are both crazy playmaking guys that honestly have seen no QB talent to them. And getting Russell Wilson, I think it's going to unlock something for him. I think that they're going to have a great passing year. They have, um, God, what's his name? Uh, the running back for... Let me look it up. Broncos. I don't want to say Jamal Williams because it's not Jamal Williams. It's Javante Williams. Yeah. Um, he's another guy that everybody's saying is going to break out this year. They have Melvin Gordon, which is obviously a proven veteran. But last year, I'm trying to find their schedule last year. They went 7-10 and 10 last year, and they started the game with no quarterback. I remember that. They went 7-10, and 10, and this was a team that was going against the best division in the league. I mean, they're playing the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Chargers. Those are, I mean, yeah, we know the AFC West. Seven and ten with no quarterback. Now you bring in Russell Wilson and you have a good team. You have a good defense. You have a I think it's just it's like the Rams for me last year. I I it's a good okay, team. Now let me no let me tell you this. Those seven wins, they beat the Giants, the Jags, the Jets, the Commanders, the Cowboys, the Chargers, a big win, and then the Lions. The reason they didn't make the playoffs going seven and ten is because against that really good division, they lost every single one of them except one game to the Chargers, a home game. Because they can't pass the ball. <laughs> okay, I just, <sighs> I don't know, dude. It's one of those things we have to wait for the for the year to start. I remember to this like... now. They beat up on all the bad teams, so they started the year three and zero. They beat the Giants, the Jets, and the and the and the Jags. Then they played Baltimore, lost Pittsburgh, lost Raiders, lost Cleveland, lost. Beat the rent, beat the Commanders and Cowboys. I just don't know. the The Broncos are an iffy team. I'm not high on them. I'm more. I'm way more high on the Chargers and the Raiders in that division. And we haven't even talked about the, the Chiefs. I don't know. That's just an iffy team. I don't. It, I don't it, the, the Chiefs are like that's, they're gonna they're gonna be a team that's gonna compete. They're gonna be a team that they're not gonna just be bad because Tyree Kill is not there no more. It's not, it's not just Tyree Kill. I think it's they're also gonna, Tyron Matthew. Yeah, that and I think that I don't know. I just think that they didn't make any coaching changes, did they? Like no, I don't think so. They really, kept Reed. The, their OC and DC. Did they keep? I think they did. I don't think they made anything crazy. I just think that honestly, in this division, the thing that you need is a quarterback because he's. If I don't know, like if we look back on the games, I bet you the teams that beat them in this division ran up the score on them, like because throwing the ball is like a must, and they couldn't do it. So I mean, I think Jerry Judy Cortland Sutton is like a crazy duo. I, don't I mean, listen, crazy, listen, you're but... telling me they couldn't th- throw the ball. 
Bridgewater had a 328-yard game, a 235, a 288, a 334, a 249, a 226, a 257. Bridgewater was throwing the ball. Granted, it was Teddy Bridgewater, who I have always been a fan of, but he's throwing for multiple 300 games, multiple 250-plus games. Then he gets hurt, and Drew Locke had a 245 game in one of the three games he played to end the year. I think that... I think that Russell Wilson is going to lock something with the Broncos, okay? I, okay. I'm trying to come The only season. thing I like about Denver is they have Jonas Griffith, who came out of Indiana State, who's a, a dog linebacker, who's probably going to take another big jump this year. So I do like that part of the Broncos. I'm just more high on the other three teams in that division than Denver. Yep, and I like another thing that I like about uh, Russell Wilson is that he's really good with the football, and he obviously he's a veteran, so... Looking back on last year, I mean, one, two, three. They went three and one with games that they didn't throw a pick, but also is, I guess you could say, if you're playing a bad team, you're not going to throw a pick. But I think that Russell Wilson's going to come in, save this football team, just like Stafford did with the Rams. Uh, It's that simple. All right. So you had your championship game as Denver and Buffalo, who do you have your AFC champion being? Um, Whoever's home this game. So I think the home team is going to easily Bills because they're going to have a way better record than the Broncos. Okay. So I think that the Bills come out with this one. Honestly, I'd love to see Russell Wilson win that game, but I don't think that Josh Allen loses another one. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we lost it just because I feel like that's kind of a thing for Josh Allen is just losing big games now. But – uh. <laughs> Agreed. I'm going to go with – I might mix it up, okay? I'll mix it up. I think actually the Broncos because – God, you have that, the Broncos going to the Super Bowl? I can see that being another storyline. Uh, Josh Allen just choking again. Now, he didn't really choke last year, but just losing it again, having bad luck somehow, maybe another coin toss. He's going to lose to the Broncos. But also you got to think about it. If it's in If it's in Buffalo, it's probably snowing. Uh, who has the better ground game? Probably the Broncos. Um, uh, yeah, that's Broncos, one thing actually. that has blown my mind about Buffalo is they're not equipped to play. Oh, dude, Josh in their Allen element, down the middle every time. Which <laughs> that is that's fair because he can do that. He's a playmaker in that ability, but they that's haven't the beat the Colts. They, I know they haven't put any investment in running back. Take that back a because team that I, plays in the snow late in the year where they hope to be. So um, they actually invested in the James Cook in the draft. Um, I believe he's he's Dalvin Cook's cousin. He is his brother or cousin. I don't know. Let me look it up just so I don't look like a dumbass on here. Uh, yeah, Dalvin Cook's brother is James Cook. Uh, he's the running back. He played for Georgia. And he's actually going to be the running back for the Bills. I think he'll be the RB one by the end of the season. He's really good, and he's actually a pass catching receiver or pass catching running back. So that's going to be a huge, huge, huge role for the Bills is having somebody that can catch the ball and actually make plays to the running back. Because Singletary, Moss, whatever they've had, it's just not been working out. Okay. So they, they that's have also... Any, so you, you're you saying they have more success in the run game this year than previous? Uh, I don't say run game, but I think in the rece- uh, the running back receiving game. So Okay. So, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to wrap this part up. We're gonna, I'm going to say Broncos... And uh, Rams Super Bowl. God, I'm not even. I'm not gonna do one because I don't know. 
I'm not gonna All do right. one. Or we'll leave you. We'll leave. We'll finish off with uh, you next podcast. But um, moving on, we have a lot of big matchups. I'm um, actually my Super Bowl prediction almost. Uh, yeah, week I one to start the year. This is the first game of the year, right? Week one, I believe so. Um, I haven't looked at it. This is the Bills Rams potential Super Bowl matchup week one. This is going to be a big game. Um, obviously. I can't even predict this one. I think the Bills are come out hot because they're, they're I mean they're flaming from last year. This yeah. is a team that I think will go 14 and 3. Um Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. So them and then the Rams, they have Stafford's having an elbow problem right now. I or tendonitis in his elbow right now. But he I guess whenever in training camp, he hasn't been looking too much different. Um he's an older guy, so things like this are gonna happen. Yeah. But they said that his injury he has is actually not a very common football injury. It's actually a very common injury you see in uh pitchers in baseball so yeah little stat this is in los angeles thursday night september 8th on prime time insane matchup then we go from week one to week 17 for another big matchup you have on the list of bills at Bengals. yes this is going to be a game that this is going to go two different ways so this is either going to be this the play for the number one seed in the afc or this is going to be Bills playing and Bengals trying to get in the playoffs. And obviously the Bills don't want the Bengals getting in the playoffs. So the Bills are going to do everything they can to and keep this is Bengals. in Cincinnati. Yeah, so this is going to be in Cincinnati. A lot of people, are, like you think, maybe at this point the Bills might be 13-3. and doesn't really matter if they win or not. Um, but I think the Bengals and Ravens are going to compete for that um, spot over there in their division. So I think that this is either going to be a scenario where it's going number one seed or the Bengals are fighting for a playoff spot and the Bills don't obviously we don't want to play the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. So and then you have a trash matchup that before we started the show, I said this is probably a Thursday nighter and it actually is a Thursday night football matchup. The Jags at the Jets. Yeah, so Jags and Jets. Um, honestly, a lot of these matchups I was looking at, I was getting. I didn't want to go through every week and look, so I was going through a article, basically the best matchups going on. Um, these are not the revenge games. We're using re- re- the revenge games next, but uh, Jags and Jets. I put this one on here because this is actually very interesting. Because this is the two top quarterbacks if they stay healthy through the season. The two top. Yeah, this is a Week Sixteen matchup too, so this could have. These teams are gonna be trash at week sixteen anyways, but uh going. Jags don't talk about the Jags like that. They're gonna they're gonna make the Colts run for their money this year. So uh, the Jags and Jets, I think the Jags in this game will seriously be trying to get a wild card spot at this point. I think it's they're gonna be that decent. Over be Tennessee than the Titan, over Tennessee easily, which is a wild bold prediction from me, but I think the Jags have you said the exact same thing last year. Exact same thing. I, I just watched the video the other day on our Instagram. The exact beca- same thing. Because it's a team with talent, dude. Like, and the thing is, they have so much more talent and better coaching this year. And what did I better say last coaching, year? Better coaching, or is it? I don't have Urban Meyer this year. Better coaching both ways. <laughs> so the thing is, is last year I made a prediction at the end of the season was that whoever the Jags' next coach is is going to win Coach of the Year at least once in his career with the Jags, <laughs> and. That might happen this year, next year, but Jags and Jets. The reason why it's so it's gonna be so crucial is because the Jags, if my prediction is right, could be fight, fighting for a spot, or if this doesn't turn out that way, they could be, could be fighting for a draft, draft pick. pick. So yeah. <laughs> both of these uh, teams. But the thing is, is uh, 
Zach Wilson against Trevor Lawrence, you know there's going to be a little bit of blood right there, you know, trying yeah. to... And Zach, and Zach Wilson wasn't the number one pick, so he's going to try to go out and ball out. Um, it, it's, a, it's a game that no one's looking at right now. It's just a thing, something I put on there that's like, look at this game. Yeah. But it's not exactly, I, I shouldn't say best matchup, but this is a matchup that is definitely going to be worth the watch when it comes up. So last year, the Jags and Jets played in New York uh, week 16 or 15, Trevor Lawrence threw for 280. Zach Wilson only threw for 102 yards, but the Jets did win 26 to 21. And I guarantee you that was a Thursday night matchup as well. Yep. And then basically when I said best matchups, we're going to include every AFC West matchup, every yeah. single game that happens. We've every already, we've already hinted on that, so we can just move on to your yep. revenge games. This is kind of cool. Uh, we start off with two week one. Yeah, so Broncos Seahawks. You obviously know who's playing there. Russell Wilson. Is it at Seahawks? I didn't. Re- I didn't look, think about that. Um, let me look at this up. Make sure this is correct. Broncos schedule is yes, going to be in Seattle. In Seattle. A, it's a Monday, Monday night, night game, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to be that's going to be a knows wild what it's game. doing. Um, he's going to go in there and he's going to beat the Seahawks forty-one ten. Damn. Yeah, the Seahawks are going to be bad this year. And if you look at revenge games for quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls with their team, it's actually very bad. Like Peyton Manning come back to Indy. Um, Tom Brady going into Patriots and playing them against Mac Jones. I don't did Mac Jones beat them? I know they gave him the run for their money. Wait, uh, but you're so if you're saying that's correct, then the Seahawks should beat. Yeah. Denver. So I'm saying that I I think that Denver is going to kill him but i was saying also you gotta think about yeah yeah when you okay. think of those big matchups i mean it looks it always favors towards the team that they left but if the seahawks beat the broncos right here i'm gonna lose my mind because the seahawks i'm literally gonna predict going 0 and 17 there's that jesus bad. and then you also have is this another week one matchup it is the panthers and browns just because of the quarterback yeah because uh baker mayfield named the starter yep. uh, for the browns uh that easy. I think the Browns are going to beat. This I mean, would I think be really Panthers... cool if it was in Cleveland, but unfortunately it is in Charlotte. But that'd yeah, be even we're, cooler. We're going to make a, I'm going to make a quick thing right here about the Panthers is a lot of people, you know, they're like, okay, Panthers, the Panthers look at their team this year. Christian McCaffrey, if he's healthy, he's the best running back in the league with Jonathan Taylor, like easily. And then you yeah, have, I agree. especially you in, have, the, in the, in the receiving game. Baker Mayfield is like, he's actually brought his team to the playoffs before, which is, Better than any other quarterback Panthers have had in a minute. Yep. Um, it, and then they have DJ Moore, which is a okay. If you look at his stats, he is one of the most under the radar wide receivers like that I even have heard of. Like DJ Moore in the past is the most consistent wide receiver I can. He's even coming think off of. a ninety-three reception, about eleven hundred yard season last year. And that's not even just his last. I think it's his last three seasons or something like that. He's had. He's had three straight 1,000-yard or plus yep. uh, seasons, and he's had four TDs in all of those. And that's with crappy quarterbacks. Yep, That's nuts. I saw that stat when I was looking at uh, fantasy wide receivers. Insane. I had never even heard of this guy. I'm going to be honest with all the viewers out there. I don't know who DJ Moore is, but he's you know actually DJ a dog. Moore? No, no, I don't. I know him because of fantasy football, but he's he's always been a good fantasy like, receiver. I can but tell. But he, he just... Like he's not even really talked about. Like mm-hmm. it's nuts. Agreed. He's. I think he's gonna have a good year. Um. I really don't know the rest of the Panthers. They have um that rookie from last year, Terrace Marshall or whatever. He's pretty decent. 
uh, got his time last year, didn't really play out. But Panthers could be a team this year that people, I mean, it's a probably a 10-7 and 7 team, I think, that could fight for a, a wild card. Mm-hmm. So let's keep going with some revenge games. This big one, the NFL exactly knows what they're doing here. Deshaun Watson and the Browns, week 13, the after day, his the... suspension in Houston. Browns, Texans, that's going to be... It's gonna be a matchup to watch for. Uh, yeah. So, oh my God, this this is you. It just it speaks for itself. Like, whatever your views are on Deshaun Watson right now, um, no matter what your view is, he's going out playing the Texans week thirteen. It's yeah. I believe it's in Houston too. It is. It's in Houston. Oh my God, dude! It's in Houston. That's wild. And then October thirtieth, the game that I'm hoping we can go to. The Washington yep. Commanders come back to Indy. Carson Wentz back in Lucas Oil. Okay, I don't know Shaquille. Uh, I almost said Shaquille Griff. Uh, Shaquille Leonard's uh, timeline right now with his injury, but I'm just picturing this first drive of the game. Carson Wentz shuffle pass picked <laughs> off by, by the Leonard. shuffle, the left-handed <laughs> shuffle pass as it's he's getting sacked by, by DeForest by Buckner. Yeah, and it's gonna be Shaquille Leonard. He's gonna pick that off, run it back for a touchdown, and it's gonna be. And Carson Wentz is getting benched in this game for Tyler, Taylor Heineken. Yo, do you think he's even gonna be the starter in Week Eight? Okay, we we've talked about this a lot. I think that Carson Wentz actually is decent, but he is. He's a he's an okay quarterback. He's one of those quarterbacks that he's like a Garoppolo. You just he's put him good in you don't have him until you else. need him to be good, and then he's he wilts and he disappears. Yeah, he's. The most unclo- that, I mean, hopefully the tiebreaker is in the building for that game, October 30th. It's going to be a la- rowdy environment I want to be in. The last thing about Carson Wentz is, is whenever you think about him and being clutch, there's only one moment I can think of him being clutch, and that's that pass to Patman in the back of the end. That's the only memory that I have Christmas of him being night. clutch. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So here's, an, here's a topic that I made up. Basically, I think these stats are kind of – Fun to guess, I guess. So we're doing the tiebreakers pick and choose stats. Basically, I'm going to pick two just weird stats and have you pick. Okay. What do you think is going to have more? Uh, we can start off with Jonathan Taylor. Rush touchdowns or Justin Fields touchdown passes? So last year, Justin Fields only threw seven touchdown passes. I think, let's say this year he throws, he only threw but, seven. But he I, he, I don't think he started every game. No, he you're, right. you're right. Too. You're right. So if he starts all 17 games, and then Jonathan Taylor starts all 17 games. You think? I would put Justin Fields having more touchdown passes. Yeah, I, I'd put Justin Fields easily over this one. Um, obviously, you don't. It, it's The thing is, is you don't know Justin Fields yet, so yeah. we have no idea really. Yeah, so I'd pick Justin Fields too over him. Um, it's just that simple. So, this one's a little bit harder. This one's actually very hard. Uh, Mahomes pass interceptions or Chiefs wins? So, last year, Mahomes threw 13 interceptions. I say, even if he throws plus or minus two more, either way, I think he will throw... You know what? I think he, he throws... I think he throws more. Same. He throws more interceptions this year than the Chiefs will win. Yep. 
And that should be an easy one for you because apparently you have the Broncos going undefeated, so they should beat the Chiefs. The twice. Broncos going undefeated? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The Broncos, the Broncos are gonna make it to the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, okay so Michael Pittman touchdowns or Jalen Hurts rushing touchdowns? So Jalen Hurts had ten rushing touchdowns last year, and Michael Pittman had what do we say it was six? Six, yeah. Now, see, this is the thing. This is why I put this on here is because it's actually a kind of a talking point that we've already kind of covered. Jalen Hurts has a better receiving core this year, and Michael Pittman also has a better quarterback. Has a, has a better quarterback. So you're going to look maybe for let it could be I don't know the better receivers might help out his rushing. I don't know, like yeah, but I I would put. Michael Pittman having more rush, more receiving touchdowns than Jalen Hurts rushing touchdowns next season. The thing about Hurts is, is that their own, uh, they like Miles Sanders and uh, I can't remember the other running back they have, but they have Miles Sanders and when they're on the goal line and stuff, I mean AJ Brown might be the guy they throw it up to, but they go to Hurts. They're like, all right, we're gonna do a quarterback up the middle, like yeah, um, and he quarterback can get powers, those. and he and he moves. He's he's. Yeah. Similar, I guess you could say, kind of like Kyler Murray, but he's not as Kyler Murray. I'm but. just high on Michael Pittman having a, a better year from his second year. So mm-hmm. I think those six touchdowns, hopefully, I mean, maybe he gets 12, 13. Maybe he doubles it. I don't know. Yeah. Over 10 is what I want to see If he him. gets 12 or 13, Jonathan Taylor's not going to have more than 14. Touchdowns. Which, hey, I'll take that. I'll take a 12 receiving touchdown and a... 10 plus Jonathan Taylor rushing touchdown season any anytime yep. any day of the week so that's cool hopefully we can get some graphics made I think those graphics from that last discussion will be really sick to see I think a lot of people will interact with those as well yep. um, if you guys aren't following the tiebreaker on Instagram at the tiebreaker with two R's it's scrolling on the bottom of your screen right now all of our socials subscribe to the YouTube channel if you guys are listening 53 minutes into the podcast go to YouTube Type in Tiebreaker Sports. Go hit the subscribe button. We upload each individual one of these discussions to our YouTube channel. And if you guys are listening on Spotify or Apple, follow, subscribe, whatever the option is on whatever audio platform you're listening to. I think we're back. It was a five-month break. The NFL is in full swing. We'll have a couple more episodes leading up to week one. And then after that, it is reacting to the Colts reacting to anything around the league so i'm excited for another year yeah anything you want to say about fantasy uh fantasy you know i've been really wanting to incorporate fantasy into these podcasts but it's kind of hard because when you get into fantasy it's very um foreign to a lot of people so when you start talking like things like ppr and like yeah you know drafts and stuff people are like they're like ah, i don't know so um we actually i have twitter for the tiebreaker um i use that for basically just most of the fancy things, uh, a lot of just discussions I put on there, but it's pretty much. It. We also do have tiebreaker bets. Um, it's something new that I incorporated towards baseball season. Uh, kind of quit doing, kind of quit doing baseball season because, um, it's very hard. I guess I thought it was easy at first because we started getting a lot of bets that were hitting, but NFL I believe is just going to be our main ground because we know football more than any other sport. Yeah. So why why uh, switch up? Keeping football. I mean, this year it's gonna go crazy. Last year we went crazy in football. We're gonna go crazy again this year. So and right as we're wrapping up this podcast, the Colts just wrapped up their final practice of training camp. So we play the Bucks on Saturday and then it's back to the team facility for regular practices. 
leading up to week one. Thanks for everyone for listening, and we're fucking